Alice, impulsive Alice. And this is Craig with The Unbeaten Path. All right, everybody, this is Craig with The Unbeaten Path, and we have, uh, really don't know what to call you online. Uh, Just Jay? Yeah. Okay, perfect. Awesome. Uh, We have Jay from uh, Flintlock uh, for Freedom, and uh, hopefully I said that right, man. I'll tell you what, I'm just jumping knee-deep into this. So anyway, go ahead, Jay. Uh, Tell us a little bit about your stuff, and then we'll just kick this off. So I'm uh, I. I'm a, a prison abolitionist. Um, I don't think that prison should exist anymore. I was a correctional officer for a couple years. I saw what it was like on the inside. I think it's wrong. Um, I don't believe in uh, nonviolent offenses and, uh, you know, ones that are violent should be dealt with accordingly. The fact that we keep child molesters, as we call in prison chomos, alive is a fucking uh, or I'm sorry, am I allowed to cuss on the show? Absolutely. Thank I, you. I would be surprised if you didn't. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the fact that we keep uh, Chomos alive is a fucking abomination to uh, what they like to call justice. And so. Um... Alice. Impulsive. And this is Craig with The Unbeaten Path. You know, there's a there's a lot of things wrong with the justice system, uh, and I would like it to be dealt with. Um, I, you know, I, I I one might think that if uh, you know you've only had limited experience with the state because you've worked for a state government. Well, I was also in the military. Uh, well, part time. You'll have to forgive me, Army National Guard. We're uh, <laughs> we're not only we're not only uh, service rivals, but I but I'm a part time service rival. There, there you go. There you go. But, hey, uh, man, I tell you what, I I, I love everybody that is. I mean, we're, I mean, if you're in the Coast Guard, you know, reserve. I mean, hey, you're still a brother. So hey, I appreciate it. Nasty girls appreciate it. But uh, that's right. <laughs> but uh, you know, um, I I saw what it was like uh, with the military. I saw what it's like at the state level. I've seen what it's like with the feds, and uh, I think it's just broken from the top down. Well, I mean, I I agree with you. Believe it or not. Um, and uh, for the chomos, I, I don't even think that we should even waste money on a bullet. I think uh, I think baseball bats would be more appropriate. Hey, whatever and, the victim's family thinks it's necessary. Right. Well, you know, dude, seriously, there's a lot of uh, a lot of people out there, man, that uh, that are liberals, too. And, you know, with with the chomos, I mean, it's like, oh, you know, I know you you mess little Johnny up and. You know, you kidnapped him and held him for, oh God, four years and, yeah. you know, did all kinds of craziness to him and he'll never be right. But we, you know, we forgive you. Uh, I can't think of that kid's <laughs> name that was kidnapped outside of St. Louis. I think his, I think his parents actually kind of uh, have gone to that side as far as, you know, saying, you oh know, my gosh. I, I, I believe so. Yeah. And here's the, here's the thing about, uh, about child molesters is that um, being attracted to a child is a mental disorder it is proven that it's in fact a a chemical imbalance and a mental disorder and there is actually a cure that people are uncomfortable talking about and is what you mentioned earlier a small lead pill inserted directly (laughs) to the back of the head at a rapid speed 
I hear you. <laughs> but that, all jokes aside, is that um, you know you talk about little Johnny getting kidnapped uh, in this hypothetical story, or I, well, I mean, you know, the countless of people have have the, have this shared story who say one's not named Johnny. I digress. Uh, it is it is uh, there's studies that show that you're more likely to uh, become a, uh, a child molester. Uh, if you've gone through that experience and that that uh, that situation will like destroy your sexuality in a way that and alter it forever so that you, in fact, would become the very thing that fucked you up. Right. It, now, you know, going and I'm going to play a lot of devil's advocate, so please do not take me wrong. No, no. On this. But OK, say say a 15 year old girl. Who's I mean, you know, physically developed. And, uh, you know, she goes out to a bar and she picks up a, a dude who is, say, 23, says that she's 19. And now this guy is actually technically a child molester at this point. Here's the thing about the state is that they uh, that what's wrong with this justice system now is that it likes to create an umbrella around everyone and treat every situation exactly the same. Now you know what, that's, uh, that's a decision that, you know, if, if that child isn't mentally developed and still lives with their parents and blah, 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 that's honestly the parent's decision. Um, you know, personally, I wouldn't be cool with that if that was my daughter. Um, and so, you know, I would deal with it accordingly, but, um, you know what they have, uh, you know, and some States they have Romeo and Juliet laws, where it's like, okay. if you're 18 and that girl's 16, technically you're a legal adult, but we're going to treat you the same way as the guy who is 40 and with an eight-year-old. And that's just wrong because the state should deal. I mean, well, the state, the state shouldn't exist, but if they were, you know, if they really were serious about um, changing the system and having a serious, you know, sit down of, of reevaluating the situation, they should treat each case uh, you know, situation by situation differently. Um, of course, the 18 year old and the 16 year old is nothing. It, it, that's nothing. I mean, two years I, I know, difference. Yeah. Yeah. My, my parents were five years different. I mean, to, right. I mean, but I guess, you know, they met later in life, but that the situation stands like there's yeah. a, there's a huge, there's a huge uh, problem with the state keeping people in an umbrella and treating them like a collective, which is what what I, well, at least I advocate to get away from is collectivism. Okay. All right. So, I mean, it's not really, I actually, I see where you're going with that. Absolutely. That's, that's yeah. Cause I, I didn't even think about where some state actually do have like a Romeo and Juliet law. I know, I know for, for example, Illinois does not, or they did not at one point in time. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I, speaking of the prison system, um, uh, I had worked there 26 and a half years. I actually retired from uh, Menard here. And, uh, you know, I, I've met a lot of people. And there was a, a guy, Mike, that he was actually locked up for being a child molester. And mm -hmm. what it was is that he was with his girlfriend and they were on the couch making out and her parents came home he happened to be 18 she actually happened to be 15 at the time yeah and the parents knew people and he actually ended up my gosh doing wow uh a little bit less than 20 years 
Really? Yeah. Yeah. Because I, about, he, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. That's, an, that's another thing about. No, no, no. I, I interrupted you. I, I'm sorry. I, no, it's, uh, it's I'm cool. excited to. I'm excited to be here. And uh, <laughs> but anyways, uh, that uh, that's the thing about the state is that they can pick and choose uh, what punishment. And if I would unquote make an example of you as a judge, you think that's kind of right that I can be, um, you know, that I can be harsher towards some people based on you know my own biases. Well, it, exa I, the, exactly. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. The, the guy I released, the, 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 my radicalization story, uh, when I released, uh, a Chomo, um, because you know, he, yeah. he, he served, a, he served a year and then had four years on probation. Jesus. Yeah. So is that, and, and is that, is that okay compared to this kid? Cause he's still, I mean, you know, say what you want about the legal age, but he's still a fucking kid. He's 18 years old. I didn't know what the fuck I was doing with my life when I was 18. Hell, I enlisted right. when I was 17. Yep, like, yep. Did, did I really know what the fuck I was doing when I was that age? Of course not. I'm a kid with another, like, you know, that, that three years apart. What, what the fuck is that? Yeah. 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 That's, that's, I mean, I'm trying to think, let's see, I was 17 when I enlisted and then I actually, actually, you know, I, I, honestly, when I, when I hit 18, because I had been actually gone for so long. I mean, I, yeah, everybody I dated was, was 18 and over. I was trying to think if there was a girlfriend or anything at one point in time that would have been, you know, 17 years old that, that I would have been dating, but no, I mean, it just, nope, not yeah. at all. Wow. But then again, Dang. you have the, uh, the guy, the, the guy who, who was like fucking 40 with it, with a, with a child, yeah. uh, and, and he's just walking around unstabbed. Like, you know, that this is just not okay. Uh, I, you know, when I was, when I went to prison, uh, to work, obviously, uh, mm. when I went to prison, <laughs> they, they, uh, kind of in, instilled a, a somewhat of a stereotype that what happens when you're a chomo, when you're a fucking pedophile is you yep. go to prison, they stab you and beat you to death. But I mean, that's yep. just not the case anymore. Um, uh, hey, you know, I, I, oh, sorry, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, 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 no I go. just, I was going to say, I actually asked convicts that same question. You know what happened to the to the code you know uh because you know you, we got chomos actually running around and you know you know doing whatever in the hell they want and yeah. you know they're like well you know it's just you know the sign of the times i guess <laughs> it's like well, they became a protected class yeah like now yeah. that's a hate crime if you if you know that person is a chomo and everyone on camp knows if you're a chomo every oh, yeah. single person yeah. figures out real fucking quick but that's a hate crime because they're a protected class. And if you assault someone or attempt to uh, attempt to murder them, and that and you know the system knows that you know that they're what they are, that's a fucking huge penalty against you. Yeah, yeah. As well, it should be. I mean, well, not it should be a huge penalty against the chomo uh, is what. I'm yeah. Saying. You, you yeah. Know, I mean, you know, yeah, and and screw PC, you know. <laughs> sorry buddy you're going to population you know yeah. <laughs> enjoy here's here's a tube of vaseline for you it won't hurt as bad <laughs> you know uh, but just, um uh, no it's it's uh it's a real shame it's uh, and i and i honestly think it's because the the inmate the inmate self-policing system it i mean it it uh it threatens the state's monopoly of violence you know that's our yeah. job to instill violence on the population it's, I mean, you know, you know, as well as I know that prison is a mini society Absolutely. and the prison system is a, is a, is an, 
it's it's kind of like uh the it's like that prison is the United States government and the prison system of the whole state is the world like the international government. Like yeah. it that's that's the only thing I can compare it to to people who don't who don't uh understand what we're talking about haven't been in our world. Um you know, you hear about other institutions, but it's like, well that's, you know, that's over there and this is over here. It's like your own universe. And so uh that always always their, yeah, when, I, when I'm telling people that have no clue, you know, it's just like, I, I explain it to them, it's like a city. You know, it's it's a city within itself. Yeah. It's a town. And I mean, we're, you know, our population down there was about 3,600. So okay. it's a small town. But I said, you've got politics and you've got, you know, people have jobs and, you know, you have families, if you will. Um, yeah. You know, and I said, it's it's a small town. And, you know, whereas, you know, the, the, the guards are basically, uh, for lack of a better term, the police, yeah. you, know, um, you know, for that town. And yeah, it's a, it, they seem to understand it. Yeah. When you put it in pretty much nonviolent terms and you know, yeah. Yeah. I mean, they have their own leaders, they have their own, yep. you know, advocacy groups. They, I mean, fuck, they have their own relationships. Yeah. gay for stay is something i found out in prison <laughs> hey it's not gay you're just bitten that's right that's right that's right <laughs> yeah it's uh yeah i was kind of hoping i, I was kind of hoping you were more east eastern uh yeah. you know because i we get a lot of um uh, staff yeah. from um from missouri especially like potosi uh, i'm trying to think there's another like medium camp up somewhere uh Anyway, they, they would always be like, you know, so I, I've heard a little bit about Missouri stories and, you know. Oh, my, my facility was, uh, was dreaded by other facilities. Like in, whenever I went to training events uh, and, you know, different, different like group setting events where you meet other COs from different camps yeah. or they come to your camp. Uh, it, I, uh, when I find out what camp I was from, they're like, oh, you're from there. That's kind of the. <laughs> that's the ghetto man that's like uh yeah, yeah. <laughs> they run things a little differently down there don't they yeah it was uh in the state of illinois our prison it was there's the right way there's the wrong way and there's menard's way yeah you know? and, and i mean this was when i first hired in you know i mean they're like this is this is how it is and you know <laughs> you guys down south are idiots <laughs> yeah oh man yeah My Okay. I, I I think I I don't the 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 people who run these facilities their heads are so in the clouds and they don't like they're just so separated from what's actually happening it's it's astonishing I know that when my my uh my camp used to be a uh, uh, a mandatory halfway house and uh, whenever they whenever they uh, changed it over to a an adult uh, institution for corrections they uh they didn't even have sea wire on the roof uh in the rec yard and the co's would come up to the the step the you know the higher up staff and they'd say hey you need to you need to get this done we can't keep inmates on the yard while this you know while there's no sea wire up there right someone's going to escape and they'd say dude this is this is like a small potatoes camp like there's no way anyone's going to want to escape this camp they're not even staying here this long and sure as shit, a month later, someone hops up on another person's shoulders and fucking 
runs to his okay. mama's house. Heck yeah. Heck yeah. Well, I mean, we've got, you know, the minimum camps and we've got, uh, you know, the medium camps and stuff like that. And, you know, they, they actually have more escapes from there than they do the max joints. Oh yeah. You know, it, you know, it, because it's lax. It's lax right. days ago. And, you know, just because a guy has six months left doesn't mean that he's not thinking about old girl. You know, and, yeah. and you know, being out on the street and getting a McDonald's hamburger, and or maybe the feds are going to pick him up, or maybe county's going to yeah. pick him up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now let's uh, let's kind of uh, switch over a little bit. And uh, now you said you were with uh, Homeland Security, and I, I was I was like, holy smokes, man! You know, when when I was finding out about you, I was thinking, uh, you know, the the whole thing. I mean, it's it's really kind of parallel. Uh, I mean, now this is where we kind. I never did any real fed time yeah uh but uh, i've i've had buddies actually two uh that went from menard correction center and they actually had ended up with careers one in homeland security out of st louis yeah and uh, uh, the other one uh, i'm sorry i said bless his soul oh yeah <laughs> he was he was really i mean honestly i mean he was he was a good guy he just he tried going ins at first and mm-hmm. he they put him out in arizona and uh he him and his wife just couldn't deal with all that so he ended up he he ended up switching over to homeland security and got uh got uh uh, yeah st louis and uh so and then the other guy which was dave um he was he was a ranger ended up going into ins and i have no idea whatever happened to him (laughs) so i i did my story a little bit opposite of them i i uh i had an internship with Homeland Security. And uh, that's what got me into corrections because that was supposed to be my starter job, like a stepping stone into further careers with law enforcement. And so, um, you know, I I had, um, when I, when I was enlisted in the guard, I was an Intel analyst. I wanted to do that full time. Um, They, uh, they recommended that I get a political science degree and then do an internship with three letter agency. And I was, uh, you know, it was very coincidental. I'd childhood friends whose parents worked for Homeland Security. And so okay. I, I kind of, you know, they were at, these people were at my barbecues. These people, you know, were at my house for 4th of July. I grew up with them. And so, you know, it was a very easy, like, Hey, um, what do you guys offer any, uh, opportunities like this? And they're like, yeah, hundred percent, you should apply and we'll put it all well, put in a good word for you. And I, I went there and immediately was just dazzled they really know and, and, and i can't stress this enough i i don't i do not blame anyone who falls for this because oh, no, they no. they really know how to sell themselves if there's <laughs> one thing they're good at they can sell themselves i mean yeah. the the equipment was out of this world like you can't even imagine homeland security especially has little to no red tape that they need to cut through in order to do whatever they need to do other agencies go to homeland security to say hey we need to run a joint operation with you because um, we just have so much bureaucratic shit that we need to get through in order to do what you need to do. And so here's how it loosely pertains to um, immigration so that you can join us. And, it, um, you know, I, I was at the time, you know, I had four years uh, with the guard and I, I saw how slow bureaucratic processes were. And I was like, wow, that's awesome. Uh, you mm. could really get shit done and catch the bad guys quick. And they showed me all these cool guns. And they showed me all this cool shit. So, yeah. <laughs> Immediately, I was toys. like, fuck yeah, this is awesome. <laughs> I sat in on like three uh, three different um, 
observations where they just took me along and I was like mm -hmm. observing a snitch and taking pictures to them. And I sat, I sat out all night out of this guy's house with an agent. Like it, it was wild. Uh, wow. and they, wow. like I said, they really know how to fucking sell themselves, man. Heck yeah. Yeah. Now typo has a, uh, his best friend in high school actually is, uh, they were in the Marine Corps together, uh, did all kinds of crap. And, uh, now he is actually Homeland Security. If I'm Poor not, typo. yeah, yeah, he 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 hook line and sinker. Uh, he hates his job, but uh, you know it is a job. He's got yeah. a wife and a kid, and I mean it's it. It's kind of hard to make a decision like that. I guess you know to not say, look, I I don't believe in this. I I cannot yeah. do this. But when you got a wife and a kid, you're supporting and they, like you said, they know how to sell. Yeah. And they're like, look at this, man. You get this kind of pay, all kinds of room for advancement. Oh yeah. And you know, you get a pension. You know? <laughs> they showed me stacks of fucking money. My buddy's, uh, Jeez. my buddy who I used to work with, he was another CEO uh, at my facility. He went, he went to work for the feds. And uh, I mean, he's kind of apathetic towards the system and had somewhat of my, um, of my, of my uh oh shit i'm forgetting words now i hear you <laughs> my policy when i walked into the institution of please don't please don't make me do my job i really don't want to be here i'm just here to collect my paycheck yeah. don't make me do my job and so i get it i get the apathetic like just going through the motions get it yep. it's it's really easy to fall into and so you know um what they and they it's it's an easy trap to fall into because they they really sell uh sell you on the boogeyman that they're fighting yep. like they really really convincing shit that you uh that they show you and uh later you kind of realize that the people that they are saving they're sending them back to even shittier situations that they that they were trying to escape from in the first place so it's oh, who, right, am I, right. who are you really helping here you know so yeah even even at the state level i mean they do that shit too you know i mean yeah. it's uh you know you come in you know you, they they pick you up they put you in prison you know, come to find out, hey, look, you know, this guy is not an ill or he's not a legal citizen. So now we have to send him back into, you know, Juarez, Mexico, you yeah. know, which is a freaking jungle out there. Poor I mean, fucking guy went to prison and then even a worse place. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's, uh, you know, doing max and, you know, they're like, well, we're going to send him and I mean, you know, send him back to Juarez. And it's like, holy smokes, man, this guy will not last 15 minutes on the streets. You know, oh my God. I mean, it's just, yeah. So, I mean, yeah, they do it all the time and it's just like, it's like, man, I cannot fucking believe this. Yeah. And, oh, we should have, should have went through the, the legal system. Oh, should have went through the legal system. The legal system is so <laughs> bogged up with, with just the, the same bureaucratic red tape that I talked about earlier and shit moves so slow with all government agencies that it's, it takes fucking years to do. And yeah, can you do it? eventually eventually yeah. but they say that a um they say a welfare state can't ex can't exist without open or with open borders so why are we why are we uh supporting the welfare state that's a socialist ideology that i'm i'm not cool with because the fruits yeah. of my labor are my own so right. why did we go with and, and instead of you know the welfare state can't can't exist with open borders why do we side with the welfare state Exactly. Ridiculous. And I mean, and, and we do, 
you know, because we have open borders, obviously we're getting a lot of people that want to come over illegally anyway. Yeah. And you know what? We're supporting the shit out of them. You know, I mean, it's, uh, it's pretty rough. I mean, they're, they're wanting, there was just something on, on the news about, uh, oh, damn it. I wish I would wrote that down. Uh, anyway, they were, uh, illegal aliens and, and they're going to take care of them. I think yeah. Biden signed an order and I'm pretty sure he signed an order. And the reason it caught my eye is my mother. Okay. <laughs> put up on Facebook that, uh, you know, she cannot support, you know, this administration any longer when they're support doing this with the illegal aliens. Yet we have thousands upon thousands of, you know, veterans that are sleeping in the streets with no food, you know, yeah. until we take care of that. I mean, this is, you know, my mom's almost 80 years old. You know? I mean, it's like, really? <laughs> and I, yeah, we do not take care of our own, but yet we're going to say, oh, we're going to take care of everybody that comes to the United States. That's right. On your dime. On your dime, you know, and I don't know if you know this about Illinois, one of the, our freaking governor is an idiot. And uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> anyway. What? Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> no, he, he, is, he is put into law, okay, that you can have, a female can have an abortion, all right, at nine, eight, at, oh, what is it? At nine weeks, six days, okay? Yeah. She can have an abortion paid for by the state of Illinois for free. Oof. So what's happening is, is... A lot of people are coming into Illinois, getting a, a an apartment, and I use the air quotes. They get an address in Illinois. Right, right. They, you know, they've got hell. They've got nine months before they really can, uh, you know, have to do anything. Right. And you know, so they got all the time in the world to get this. Once they get their address established, boom, they go get the abortion paid for by the taxpayers, back to whatever state they came from illegal aliens all they got to do is show hey i've got an address there you go here's an abortion you know i love when people uh give me the argument of like oh well the government pays for you know ed for erectile dysfunction okay well then they shouldn't also do that like why are we why are we like trying to pick sides of genders when we should be saying like the government not even the government it's not the government who's paying for this it's you who's paying for this right want to pay for someone's limp dick cool because i don't either <laughs> right like why are we fucking arguing over genders when we should be arguing of we shouldn't pay for fucking anyone but ourselves that's right that's right the government was originally established not to really take care of the people in that sense i mean they they the government was originally established to kind of you know control and have some sort of order you know, because sometimes people get stupid and, you know, that's originally what they're not there for the health care. They're not, they're definitely not there to feed you. You know, that's, that's on you, not the your tax cattle. And if you're happy and in blissful ignorance of the shit that they're doing, then they can continue to feed off you like the parasites they are. Man, man. Yes. Yes. That's all a politician is a fucking parasite and a tumor. Yeah. I've, I've, I had, uh, I did have, uh, Terry Bryant 
on the, on the podcast. And she is now a Senator in the state of Illinois. She's not a federal Senator. She's a state Senator. Okay. Um, you know, now her, some of her policies, I was actually really kind of shocked about because they weren't so much the norm, I guess, you know, it was, uh, she was, she was wanting to get rid of a lot of the, you know, government, uh, handouts and stuff like that. Now, granted, she is a politician, you know, so, yeah. I mean, she could be just spinning me and that was all that. And the main reason I had her, had her on the podcast was, was because of the businesses in, in Southern Illinois that are being shut down, you know, right. by the, by the, by the great COVID pandemic. <laughs> Right. <laughs> Lamest pandemic I've, I've ever heard of. But, uh, Man, you know, no here's, here's the thing is that, uh, although I have my, my strong opinions towards politicians, I'm also, um, and I know that people are going to roll their eyes at this, but I come at it from a pragmatic, realistic approach and I'll celebrate okay. any step towards Liberty that gets taken. Like, you know what, if, uh, if, if weed gets legalized tomorrow by the federal government, there's a lot of shit that comes with it. Like there comes heavy taxation. There comes with mm-hmm. regulation. There comes with blah, 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 FDA, yada, yada, yada. Everyone uh, has heard this argument a million times. And right. there are a lot of people who will not celebrate it because of those regulations and overstepping of the government. I think that, you know, I think that that would be worth celebrating just because, you know, I mean, people would get out of prison because of it. And, I, you know, I, I know that no, the, the situation that we're in right now is never going to be perfect. But I right. will celebrate any step towards deregulation, towards. Um, you're, now you're actually you're you're seriously talking about the decriminalization of marijuana. Yeah, I mean, uh, right. If it gets decriminalized, that'd be awesome. If it gets yeah. legalized, I'm still going to celebrate it. Heck yeah! Uh, now, because uh, I did argue that with when Illinois went completely illegal or legal, excuse me. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I was like, well, what about uh, you know? such and such, you know, inmates that are, you know, being incarcerated, right. You know, for transportation of, of weed, you know, right. or, uh, you know, and they're like, well, that was the law back then, you know, it's wow. Not- okay. So they didn't release anyone. No. Oh, no. wow. No, That's no so insulting. Said, yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. You know, so you, we've got people in there doing X amount of time and all they did was, you know, you have two, three pounds of, of marijuana or 15 pounds of marijuana. They were a nonviolent criminal. Right. I mean, I'm sure that they were probably looked at, you know, when the COVID and they started releasing everybody, you know, <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, they, but they were releasing, guess what? Child molesters along with it. Yeah. I, I don't understand how these people get lumped in with the same category of a guy who sells a plant that grows out of the ground. Yeah. is looked at in the same uh the same um violence category as a child molester who right. literally raped another human being yeah. like like not even just a human being a fucking child the innocence right. that comes with that but um that's that's uh that's actually astonishing that they didn't release anyone i'm yeah. really surprised well I, you know actually i'm not surprised i'm just i i'm continuously uh i don't know i i, I can't help myself at um you know, when I hear these stories about the state and I react the way I react, I'm not uh, surprised, but I'm also just disappointed. Continuously. You were, you were on, on the Pete, uh, uh show, uh, free man behind the wall. Correct. Right. Okay. And, uh, <clears throat> I mean, where, where the heck was I going with this? Um, <laughs> but the people, the people that, that are being released and, and the nonviolent crimes, I think you guys had, had kind of touched on that. Hadn't you? 
Oh yeah. Um, I would. Which I, uh, I, I'd, I'd, I'd love to hear the hear it again. That's why I bring it up. Well, I, I mean, I was basically saying that. Um, my, my, uh, my whole message on Pete's show was that it was just that prison shouldn't exist, and it was because I think that. I mean, one, I don't believe in nonviolent offenders. I think today, if it, if, I mean, and maybe this is a tyrannical move on my part and non-consistent with ideology, but I think we're at the point where consistency is really uh, not the, not the challenge right now. It's, it's what can affect and hurt the state. But if it was up to my decision right now, I'd abolish, I'd abolish prisons tomorrow. Every nonviolent offender, I would say, get the fuck out of here. Like you're good to go get out of here. Um, and now, then, everyone else face the okay. wall okay 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 because i mean I, you know I, I actually i don't know if you remember john wayne gacy or oh yeah him. the clown killer yeah there you go i actually met him and are you serious yeah I, yeah i actually he wow. didn't speak to me uh because that is one weird motherfucker right there oh yeah uh, i mean he was he would just stare at you and you know he would write your name down what time you were by his cell what exactly you said everything but the, the thing that got me about gacy was that it took 19 years to execute him yeah you know i mean and that guy made a shit ton of money now here's something a lot of people do not know okay about gacy so gacy never pictured or <laughs> never painted pictures of clowns he did he signed them he never oh, painted them yeah i thought that okay i've seen i've seen the the, the gacy paintings online and uh, gacy, i always thought he painted them there everybody does everybody does gacy wow. never painted them there were guys up on death row that would paint them for him he would sign his name to them what a piece of shit what a like piece of yeah shit. before yeah. that he was a piece of shit but like oh, yeah. just still <laughs> another thing added on what a fucking piece of shit yeah absolutely you know what man i just think the fact that we can't you know if um i i support privatizing the police and and uh if we weren't taxed then you you could have you could afford paying for this service that you're already forced to pay for for a service that isn't actually provided to you but right. when they caught this guy uh, after years of raping children and then killing them and burying them in his basement. They said that the smell was so bad that they, that that's the reason the police were called was, Hey, uh, I think a dog died in his basement and someone needs to like figure this shit out. And they did like yeah. a health and wellness inspection on it and found a catacomb tomb of fucking boy, little boys bodies. Mm -hmm. That's what was described. And so the moment they found that out, they someone should have handed one of the, like multiple parents a big stick and just walked away. Yep. You know, I mean, even even street justice at that point should have been authorized. I mean, yeah, they, I read I sat up on on death row for for a couple of weeks because they were causing problems, and I was on the on the tag team at the time. So on on the midnight shift you know we we were doing 12 on 12 off up there and so i had the nights and so i'm sitting there best thing to do is read so their law library for death row inmates was incredible oh yeah they had every court case ever tried in the state of illinois 
Well, so I got Casey's court cases. I was reading all about that crazy dude. It's fascinating. You know? It is. It is. I mean, it just some of the how he got by with it is uh, for years. And, you know, they there was no, beyond a doubt uh, with anybody that Gacy did this. Why did it take 19 years to execute him? Because everyone's I mean, was, in an umbrella. Everyone has to be yeah, treated the same. And yeah, it was. I, I'm reading this and I'm like, holy shit, you know, even Gacy's talking about it, you know, on in his court. Yeah. And it's like, are you kidding me? Why didn't just somebody just walk up and put a, you know, a 45 next to his head and, and pull the trigger? I got I got asked on, on someone else's show, like, hey, there's been a lot of controversy lately over some like some people on death row being innocent because of faulty DNA testing back in the mm-hmm. 80s. Yep. Some but a lot of inmates, at least in, in, in my uh, in my experience you could just ask them and they'll be proud and they'll tell you like yeah i raped that girl and it was fucking awesome like yep okay cool like why what are we doing here what why am i being forced to pay for this cat to live um i I mean i talked about on pete on pete show but there there's some some of those guys that you look in their eyes oh you just see the abyss there's nothing there but dead eyes fucking darkness dead eyes why am i being forced to keep this fucking person alive yeah there was a there was a convict i mean you know i I was fresh out of the core and you know just got back from the gulf and you know i'm i'm walking the gallery and i meet this one inmate man and he was he was a, a gang chief of you know a white supremacist group and you know, you go through, you do your counts and stuff. And, you know, you'll talk to some of these guys and, you know, Hey, how you doing? I tried talking to this dude, man. He scared this. I mean, I mean, right now still I'm getting the willies because when he talked to you, he looked you dead in the eyes and there was nothing there. Oh yeah. I mean, it was like just two black holes in his head and it's like, you scare me. Oh yeah. <laughs> I mean, my God. Yeah. Woo. And, and now what he was locked up for is he only murdered one person okay. and he took a telephone cord and strangled his girlfriend. And it was so difficult or so hard the way he strangled her. The only thing left was her, uh, her spinal column. Jesus. That's the only thing that kept her head attached. Jesus. Yeah. Oh uh, my God. I mean, why, why are we, why, like, why am I being forced to keep this fucker alive, yep. man? Why do we, you know, now, like, like, now I do remember on the Pequeno show, you guys had, you had, you had talked about the pricing. Now, Illinois, uh, this is several years information old, uh, $35,000 approximately to keep an inmate, you know, for one or for per year. Yeah. So each inmate is, you know, a, a chunk of, ch- it's like a Bitcoin. Yeah. <laughs> you know? That's I more mean, than I made as a CEO. Yeah. Oh, oh dude ouch oh that yeah. yeah missouri didn't pay shit over there no 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 uh, it did not yeah but uh i think you know to be honest i, I think that's what i started out as in, oh really in night yeah 91 it was like oh this is great money man <laughs> oh yeah hey you know what at the time i thought it was awesome <laughs> oh my gosh yeah we got uh <laughs> here here where we're, up, we're from we got uh you know, because everybody that works down at, the, at Menard and, you know, of course, then you got the Menard groupies, you know, so oh, yeah. not only are you getting a great paycheck, but you're getting girls. Oh, my God. Yeah, you're getting girls that are coming up and, 
you know, all you got to do is go to the bar and, you know, hey, I work at the prison. Okay, let's yep. go. You know, yep. badge bunnies, man. Yeah, badge Fucking bunnies. Wild. That's awesome. That's Fucking awesome. Wild. <laughs> yeah, I love that one. Uh, but yeah, I mean, uh, so the only reason we're keeping these people alive, in my opinion, is because they're worth $35,000. Yeah, it's it's I mean it's free labor. It's uh, a reason to it's a it's a reason to exist. I mean, like they they say all the time, hey, our jobs aren't going away. Like this is job this is job security is yep. the 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 inmates that we have here. That's so I mean, fucking wrong, man. Yeah, and I I tell you what, I mean, you know, say fifteen years ago, I'd I'd be uh, going through a larger city town and or going to the malls or doing whatever. You know, there's a couple of kid couple of kids running around up there. Sorry about that. Did you hear any of that? Oh yeah, a little bit. It's all right. Oh yeah, it's a stupid, stupid doorbell. Um, but yeah, it's uh. Anyway, so you know, you see some kids, you know, they're acting up, and you know, you just you know make a joke with you know whoever you're with. Oh, that there you go, job security right there. You know, a couple of years I'll be seeing them. That's so you know. fucking ate up, man. I mean, it like is. you know what I. I've heard that, and you know what? I used to believe shit like that. Yeah, because they yeah. really, uh, they really suck you in. Um, I mean, right when you go to the academy, it's an us versus them mentality. And when you exactly. Leave, when you leave the walls, when you leave the wires, uh, you you look in in like you, you go on a date with your girlfriend or your wife, and you sit down at restaurants, and you look and you see like that's a that's a white supremacist, that's a yeah. meth head, that's yeah. a murder, that's a rapist. That's all you see from yeah. then on. You know, and, you know, you can always tell prison, prison guards. I mean, you know, when they go into a restaurant, you know, they're, they're going to get a table a away from the door and they're going to have their back up against the wall. Yeah. I mean, even to this day, me and the wife still sit, you know, still argue about who's sitting where, you know, it's a lot better now, but uh, yeah. They're squirrely cats, man. They swim in the shark tank 24 (laughs) seven. But uh, now now going back to the Pequeona show, uh, again, uh, you didn't have anything to do with him being yanked, did you? <laughs> what do you mean? Oh, he, they they pulled his. Uh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. That was such a. You know what, man? Uh, fucking cowards. Whoever man. did that is a fucking coward, and I hate cowardice. Oh yeah, I, I can't I, believe I, they I did that. I was shocked as shit on that one. I'm like, because I've I've listened to his show for a little while, and I mean. You know, I'm like, really? I mean, he doesn't really say anything that bad. No. You know, they just yanked him from Twitter, didn't they? Yeah, I think I think so. I don't know if there was any other platforms they got. Now there was one episode that Spotify pulled. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I do not I don't remember which one, you know, and it was like, holy smokes, man. Oh, you know what? I thought someone was joking about that, and it was because I think uh someone mispronounced another person's name. And it, like a, a philosopher's name, and it was like a this obscure violation on Spotify. That might be what they're to, what what's being referred to. But I thought that person was joking. I didn't know that that was an actual thing oh. that happened. Oh no, I I know they pulled one episode, but I thought it was more because I I noticed like Pete's kind of demeanor had changed a little bit yeah. here lately. And, you know, I mean, he was more into the, you know, screw the government, you know, this, you know, yeah. and I'm like, holy smokes, you know, here's, here's the thing is that we're, um, we've been named uh, under Biden's administration as a threat to oh, yeah. its existence. Um, 
I think it was a former CIA director. He might be, uh, he's, he's in Biden's administration now, but he yep. named not anarchists, not minarchists, not communists, not capitalists. He named libertarians, the bottom echelon of the, uh, or yeah, of the uh, political compass as threats to the state. They're going after us now. Whatever timeline I, yeah. that you thought that we had of when this was going to go down, it's here now. It doesn't matter. It's got to be. I mean, that's it. That's incredible. I've, I haven't met a libertarian, you know, that, uh, <laughs> that is like, you know, yeah, let's go, you know, let's, let's go raid the Capitol, you know, or let's, yeah. you know, let's line them up and shoot them. No, I no, mean, we all advocate for peace. Absolutely. You know, and it's like, you know, and I'm like, you know, I'm thinking, okay, because I'm really kind of new to this, I'm missing something, you yeah. know, there's, you know, is there a dark undercurrent here that I don't know about? And, no hell no no My, <laughs> michael heiss uh and your whatever the audience's opinions on the mises caucus are or lack mm -hmm. thereof you know you have what you have uh but michael heiss he's the the direct or the the leader of the mises caucus taken okay. off facebook yeah. pete quinone has taken off twitter people's episodes are being, being deleted carrie wedler she's a former producer of uh anti-media super big in the liberty community her YouTube videos are now being censored. They're being having parental blocks on them and videos are being taken down. It they are coming for our our that digital one. step uh footstep. I did not know that about Carrie. Wow, hell, that's fucked up. Yeah. Because I mean, she I was here, here's a goofy story. I I teach classes on uh food safety. Okay. Okay. And so, you know, I have a bunch of, you know, guys from guys from the prison, you know, sitting there, they're all, you know, wanting to become food supervisors and stuff. And so I'm like, okay, I said, here's a class. I said, before we get started, I said, Hey, check this, uh, check this video out. You know, it's her name's Carrie Wedler. I think, <laughs> well, yeah. And I said, let's check this out. Now these are, mind you, these are hardcore conservative, you know, prison guards. Yeah. And, um, so I click on the one about the George Floyd accidentally. And my God, I mean, you talk about it, it was it was to the point of she I would have considered her a leftist. Well, uh, she used to be an Obama supporter. OK, exactly. Yes. Then she burned. Then she burned that flag in her yard. <laughs> and I was like, holy smokes, you know, and these guys are like, why'd you let us listen to this? This is crap, you know, screw that guy, you know, I mean, I'm like, look, guys, I said, actually, I meant to meant to show you the, the video uh, about the Second Amendment, hang on, you know, so I actually yeah. clicked on the right one. And, you know, they were really cool with it. But uh, yeah, when I, I, holy smokes, really? Yeah, they're coming for our digital footprint. They're coming for your voice your social media and you know, now they're coming for your podcast uh they oh, they man. came out with an interview saying like this is an unregulated market and uh we should censor it so get ready for the flintlock faction to go away get ready for unbeaten path go away get ready for no his son's no. uh show buying the bulge go away like <laughs> yeah. hopefully not him. yeah i tease him a lot about that and i'm like you better watch your mouth they're listening yeah yeah <laughs> I just found out the army is listening to my show. Really? Uh, th yeah. Thank God. Uh, my paperwork got all fucked up and I, uh, was in longer than I, than, uh, was originally advertised for me, but they're saying that they think my paperwork went through and 
I haven't gotten any 100%, uh, you know, 100% guarantees, but they've said that they're pretty sure I'm either on IRR status or I'm, or I'm out, out off paper with you, if you will, for, for the rest of the prison guards out there. But, um, wow. Yeah. But yeah, I just found out the army is actually listening to my show and, uh, that's cool. I mean, you know, oh, kind of a it's, status uh, thing. <laughs> unfortunate consequences that came with it actually. Absolutely. Um, but, um, what was I, where was I going with that? Yeah. The, they're, they're all listening. You joke, joke, uh, joke all you want. They are, they are listening. And you know, you wow. might think that you're low radar. I'm, I'm fucking low radar as you go, but, uh, I, yeah, they're all listening, okay. man. I didn't, I didn't even think I would be a blip, you know? Uh, the only thing I've really done, I, I did have an interview with the uh, proud boys out of St. Louis. Oh yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. The the president there, he is, dude, he is like really a cool dude, man. I would actually sit down and go drinking with him. Yeah, you know, I mean, uh, yeah, he he's uh, Mike Lassiter is his name, and and I haven't heard from him since you know, the Capitol Hill, but uh, well, <laughs> but I mean, yeah, I mean, it's like holy smokes, and I still can't see how they're claiming the proud boys you know are as racist it, it it doesn't matter i mean it doesn't matter what the truth is it doesn't matter what yeah. i mean it doesn't even matter what public perception is anymore it used to matter um but it what matters is the narrative um they said that the liberty movement was racist 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 for a long time we broke the narrative multiple times multiple occasions in in, in different circumstances and yet the narrative stands um, many people see through the lies now, but it doesn't matter. What matters is what the state says, and it, it doesn't even matter if they even sell it anymore because they're going to stick to it and they're going to enforce their jackboot laws according to it. Now, you know, and the state wouldn't have as much power, you know, if it wasn't for this freaking corporate media. This is, yeah. yeah. I mean, this corporate is. I, I mean, the state. Yeah. I mean, I, I was, I was, you know, telling, tell, you know, on Twitter and you know stuff. And why are we storming Capitol Hill? We should be storming CBS headquarters. You Ooh. know, I mean, you know, the moment that I went after journalists, I had this, uh, and I've, I've told the story a couple times. I, I think it's, I think it's honestly hilarious. But I went, uh, there was this um, journalist, and he, he had like seven thousand followers, and he made a post, and he said, "You know what's sad is that I posted." If you don't think journalists should be killed for a bad narrative, then retweet this. And it only got 50 retweets, and I'm followed by 7,000 people. Like, come on, guys, this is sad. And I posted, or I commented, you know, personally, I have a cigar and a glass of whiskey in celebration when it happens. And this guy retweeted me, oh, and no. he got all his little cronyites to oh, report no. me. Uh, I got I got at FBI like like 20 times, like just list of people that say at fbi this is the real threat looking into him uh people who are calling me trump tard and no matter how many times i said trump is a child molester and a racist biden's a child molester and a racist i don't support any of these people and if you support them then you're advocating for child molestation and racism and i you're no friend of mine no matter how many times i said that they would just trump tard trump tard trump tard damn well yeah yeah. and i got a back-to-back 12-hour bans so no kidding don't Damn. don't go after the media unless you uh, want to get your account deleted. I tell you what, that's that's. I think that's going to be my goal. I I've tweeted at politicians before and haven't gotten that reaction. Yeah, 
I mean, I personally, uh, that uh, Nora O'Donnell and her two ass monkey or her, her <laughs> ass monkey, that major, I can't even, yeah. I don't even know the fucker's <laughs> name. You know, this dude, I mean, well, I, I despise these people more than I did uh, the lead singer for uh, NWA. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, I, you know, it's uh, that, what is his name? I can't even think of it. Now. Was it Ice Cube? No, no. It There's was Ice uh, Cube, Easy E, Dr. Dre. That's the, that's the one. Dre? <laughs> ah, plus, what is his name? Yeah, I mean, you know, hell, when I was in the core, I said, you know, I said, this is my goal. You know, when I get out, I'm taking them out. You know, I can't stand that <laughs> music. You know, <laughs> I can't, I can't stand that. Yeah, boy. You know, that, that shit. And, you know, oh, yeah. You know, I, of course, it was all a joke. And I mean, I had no intentions of ever doing that. But, you know, I just, you know, these people, this Nora O'Donnell, the major. Yeah. Uh, oh, Gail King. Yeah. Uh, and, and her two ass monkeys that she rides with. <laughs> Man, oh, I, you know, and I, me and the wife have actually had discussions about this. I'm like, look, don't watch it. Don't, don't put the TV on that channel when that program is on. I said, I know it's one TV. I said, I know it's, you know, one person. But if everybody starts doing that, they won't get the ratings. You oh, know, yeah. When they don't get the ratings, guess what? They have to, they're, they're going to get replaced. And, but you know, here's the thing about that is if you don't want to see Nora, Nora O'Donnell, uh, you don't want to hear what she has to say. All you have to do is switch to a different media station and you'll see the exact same message. There was a, uh, a what, what was it? I think it was called Project Mockingbird where they had a video and it was a bunch of different local news stations uh, and like state news agents, uh, agencies and they would line the videos up and they would like say the exact same thing with the exact same timing and it was just it was fucking bizarre and creepy like just this echo it, like they call our community an echo chamber this was literally an echo of the same words being wow. said at the exact same time of all these different news news agencies across the country it wasn't even in the same area it was like local like tallahassee florida and kansas city and chicago and they would say the exact same things as fucking just it was just, very 1984-esque. Oh, God. I, I, I'm definitely going to have to check. Operation Mockingbird? I think that's what it's called, and I, I, okay. I, I could be wrong. I wrote a paper on it. It was called, uh, and that's the way it is, um, You know, a quote from Walter Cronkite. It's uh, on N-Block Plus. <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah. Uh, and I, I talk about it in the, the last paragraph, or the second to last paragraph of my paper, but um, it's, uh, it's very fucking creepy. You can look it up on YouTube. It's very bizarre. Oh, my gosh. Now you you said your your paper. Now you do for some odd reason. I I read something or or seen something about you actually write for somebody. I write or... for um a site called N Block Press. He mainly focuses on three D printers and three uh, D printing. Okay. But um you know when before the before the podcast, I had to get my thoughts out somehow. And a friend of mine mentioned that there's not enough papers in the Liberty community to like justify, you know. Narr like narr justify the narrative we're we're selling as opposed to the mainstream narrative and uh okay. justify you know i don't know it's just not enough like intellectual papers my papers are hardly intellectual you can read it for yourself and figure that shit out uh no, but no. uh you know i started writing papers and um 
one of them, uh, the first, the first one I ever wrote was, um, it was, uh, law enforcement from the perspective of soon to be former law enforcement. And it was after they Swiss cheese, that motherfucker in, uh, Florida, they, uh, that UPS got, uh, truck driver and they just fucking used human shields, like, uh, civilian human shields oh. and just Swiss cheese, that fucking truck. It was horrifying. And oh, I, had, oh. I had to say something about it. So that's when yeah. I wrote my first paper. I've done it on CPS. I've done it on the corporate press. I've done it on um, CIT and prison uh, mental health. Um, oh, okay. Yeah, I've done it on um, a couple different things. Wow. I, the last one I did was uh, Statism, the Cult of Kings and Tyrants. I think that, uh, you know, <laughs> the instructions yeah. are written on the box that on that one. You wow. can guess what that one's about. I want to do one uh, on on blue pills. Uh, I oh, recently yeah. got into Twitter, and the blue pills are disgusting, like oh yeah, horrifying. So yes. yeah, that's uh, that's the one I want to do next. Wow, we'll see if it's any good. Heck yeah, heck yeah. And uh, I, think, yeah. I have my wife read them now, and she'll tell me if to scrap it, scrap it or not. <laughs> oh no, kidding. Uh, yeah. See, I couldn't I couldn't do that with my wife. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, she she'd rip it up and <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's a oh my god. Yeah, that's awesome, man, that you're doing writing too. Now yeah, I mean it now there's a oh shoot, where was I going? Oh man, I got involved in your writing and I had an idea. Sorry, man. Show. Nope, it's good, it's good. But yeah, it's uh holy smokes. Damn it, I hate that. It's it sucks when you're getting old like that. Okay, you talk. Oh, okay. Now I know. Uh, you know, now with the police and everything like that, I, I, I really have torn emotions about that. Right. Uh, my father was uh, chief of police up in in a little town outside of Springfield, uh, Illinois, and yeah. uh, you know, I mean, he he did this. He did uh, police. He was a Vietnam uh, Army, eighty uh, second. And then he went, got out of the army. He came back to Illinois, was a telephone repairman for like two years or something, and then started on with Adams County and uh, as a deputy. And then he moved up into uh, a chief of police and was there for 30, 32 years, I think 36 total years as, as law enforcement. Yeah. Now my, my dad, I mean, now I did, I worked for him for uh, just a short period of time. And, you know, I was like, you know, you know, I was gung ho and uh, before, before I actually started prison and a little bit after, and uh, you know, I was gung ho and I'm like, you know, these people that are speeding, you know, they're doing 39 on this 35, you know, and he's like, look, he goes, we're not here to, to pull people over. You know, we're just here to make sure that they're driving in a safe manner right you know and not not gonna hurt anybody and right. i'm like you know i'm like wow that's really unique but and i was like well you know i said if you were to pull these people over and give them a ticket you would guys would get more money you know for your police department he goes that's right. not the point you know he was it was always about uh i he probably was more of a libertarian than than a lot of people you know because i mean he wasn't probably uh, more than he realized poor yeah poor, probably more exactly and, uh, I mean, you know, now he, he never fired his weapon, you know, as a police officer, um, he, he got shot once, uh, but 
you know, was able, I mean, you know, now he gets shot and was still able to subdue this individual. Okay. You know, without ever firing a shot. Yeah. You know, you know, you, you look at it today now, you know, where, okay. Like that Ashley Babbitt, man, at Capitol oh, Hill, that wow. still bothers the fuck out of me. That was horrible. Man. I can watch the video, man. Like, oh. I still have a, I mean, I, I obviously I have a soft spot in my heart for vets. Um, yeah. Yeah. I, I can't, I can't fucking watch that. That was horrible. I mean, she was okay. She was doing wrong. Okay. She was, you know, gaining, you know, unauthorized access to an area. I get that, but you know what? There were cops on the other side of that and it was a hallway and a 120 pound female. I mean, exactly. I, I don't, I mean, man, I don't want to sound misogynistic or whatever, but it's a fucking 20, 120 pound girl. Yep. You, like fucking man up, pussy. Fucking grab her. Right. Fucking grab her. <laughs> and she's, and, and also, were... she's in the Air Force. Yeah. Like that. Uh, right? Even if it was a, <laughs> if it was a 300 pound muscle neck dude, yeah. he's in the Air Force. You can take him. Yeah, exactly. And there were three cops behind her. Okay. It's so, so unnecessary. And it was, she was unarmed. I mean, so fucking unnecessary exactly and and was shot okay why why was there any need for a shot to be fired and you know what i guarantee you that fucker that pulled the trigger he's back on duty i guarantee oh, you yeah. and, you know probably you know everybody's clapping him on the back after a nice long paid vacation oh yeah good job hero yeah thank you and, for your service yeah and though here's now this is where it gets really weird okay Right next to her, when she gets shot, is a guy named John Sullivan. Okay. Okay. John Sullivan is the leader for the BLM. Really? Yep. Oh, He's, I didn't know he recorded the whole damn thing. He's standing right there. Watch it. I mean, I've got pictures on my phone of him standing right there. John Sullivan, after the Capitol Hill incident, goes back to Utah. Okay. okay. He's arrested federally. Okay. Federal judge says you can go, no bail. Well, I think that now that, because uh, you know, all summer you saw, uh, you know, we uh, everyone saw the the fucking right. the country was on fire, um, and you know you had people like AOC saying that well this is the <laughs> voice of the of the people unheard, and yeah. uh, now that they're now that they're getting uh they're. Antifa is lately being based as fuck, in my opinion, burning down uh, Democrat headquarters, saying same or uh, different president, same shit. I 100% right. support that. Fuck yeah, Antifa. Finally, awesome finally, shit yeah. you're doing now. <laughs> but uh, now they're they're getting deleted off Twitter. I think I saw an account that had 71,000 followers of an Antifa site or an Antifa page on Twitter deleted. Really? They're getting really? Uh-huh, they're being slandered across all media, being slandered by politicians. Cause now it doesn't fit the narrative and like, yeah, you know what? I don't support um, what I don't. So I supported when uh, what they were doing, whenever they were, you know, get setting fire to government buildings, setting fire to, you know, government property. Um, but I'm not, I'm not cool with setting fire to private property. And that's why you had ANCAPs who were guarding private property, funneling them into the targets yeah. that need to be set fire to. You see the couple in uh, St. Louis uh the mcclowskis mcclowskis thank you yes. yeah no i yeah. haven't seen what was going on with them i i well that's i haven't seen anything lately on them 
Oh, but the story, the story was that they were offering their services because they're lawyers pro bono to anyone who was arrested in these riots. And then the moment their gates get broke down and they try, they're trying to defend themselves, whether or not, I mean, I don't agree with the way they did it. I think they should have stayed in their house. And, you know, one, that's a more uh, tactical approach to it, too. Right. You know, putting yourself in needless harm. And at, you, you have a lot of uh, unwanted um, byproducts of uh, how they went about it. Um, yeah, but, yeah. Yeah, now they're uh, they're being like haunted by the fucking uh, by the justice system. Yeah, wow. just because now, they they what they did was against the narrative. Yeah, and yeah, it, and it, you know what? It I think it scared a lot of people. Yeah, Good, it should. It should. It should have. It should have. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's like holy crap. You mean private citizens are are you know have weapons and they're going to defend their property? Yeah. You know, hey, we better do something about these right now. You know, <laughs> the best thing That's... in the world is for politicians to be scared. It's also Absolutely. the most dangerous. It's also the most dangerous thing. I was a hundred percent in support of what happened in the Capitol. Did I advocate for it? No, I always advocate for a peaceful approach. But right. when it was happening, yeah, a hundred percent, I'm going to support that decision, even if it was for the wrong reason. I don't support Donald Trump, and I never will. And I don't support their cause of wanting to instill him as the president, but I'm going to support what they're doing because it makes politicians afraid. And it just, I mean, well, they should have kind of fucked up that building. Uh, they didn't, they took selfies, but you know, I digress. Oh. It made politicians uh, afraid. And uh, although that's very dangerous for them to be afraid because they will react uh, in a way that does not benefit us. I still support it. They should yeah. be afraid. They've I mean, been hell. fucking with us for all year and and years prior to that but they've really ramped up the tr the tyranny this year or oh, last it, year excuse me yeah they well, be fucking afraid of that and i'm i'm thinking this year is probably going to be you know 2020.2 here oh yeah it's gonna uh, boil you know, over and it's like holy smokes i mean yeah josh holly they're trying to take his job you know which i agree but i don't agree uh with his with that policy they're trying to take it. They're trying to make him either a resign or they're going to take his position. That's how they do it. Yeah. And I mean, okay. I'm not a huge supporter of Trump. I, but I'm, I'm less of a supporter of Biden, I guess, because yeah. I think that the Biden administration or somebody in the Democrat DNC had something to do with this election. And yeah, I mean, I, I don't feel like this election was quite correct. I mean, there is there cheating in every election and even even everybody even democrats republicans and you know everybody's saying uh yeah there's there's cheating in the elections yeah then, but the amount of cheating that we've seen in this election the amount yeah. of you know like let, forget the the burning of of huge bags of uh trump ballots Forget the uh, the shit that happened in Arizona where they gave uh, Trump supporters who are wearing MAGA stuff uh, Sharpies instead of, you know, legitimate, you know, or what is it, number two pencils? I haven't voted ever. I don't support oh. voting, but uh, oh, like wow. they, yeah, the, the, the things that they, like not allowing vote uh, uh, ballot watchers who are Trump supporters in. Forget all of that. Um, the, the election was so like it was so uh thrown into leftist media and oh. you could not you could not support the right publicly in any form of media 
it, I mean, if you disregard all the like fucking shady shit that happened on election day, it was still fucking rigged. They did the exact same thing that they claimed Russia did uh, in 2016. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. publicly, Public. proudly, and publicly. Yeah, and then uh, yeah, what is it? Pelosi saying that? Uh, oh, in 17, saying screaming, you know, this hijacked, this election was hijacked. It, it you know. It was, this is a fraud, the whole nine yards. And, you know, yep. now she's like, oh, this is all good. You know? <laughs> yeah. Most that, you know what? Hey, this, uh, this system, the least uh, corrupt system we has ever been made. Fuck what I said four years ago. And you know yep. what? I know that the, the, both DNC conventions have been rigged against Bernie Sanders, but uh, just forget about that. This is the <laughs> most concrete system we've ever had. <laughs> Yeah, but people do. People will forget. I mean, <laughs> now I watched a, a Netflix show here several weeks ago. Okay, uh, on Snowden. I don't know if you oh, had seen, seen that. It. Oh, no, it's, I haven't. It, but that sounds awesome. It's good. Enjoyed the shit out of it. And uh, you know, he was he, he made a statement in there. And if I spoil something, I apologize. But uh, it Tim's, he, Tony Snowden, he, he comes in and he's like, uh, he says, yes, you know, we're, we're, we're with our allies. We're giving them, you know, computer information with our allies. And yeah. he goes inside that information is basically a virus that can okay. be remotely activated. And he goes, so when they're not our allies anymore, we can yeah, shut we can off. We take out their grid. We, we can shut their power off. Yeah, I've seen that. Okay, okay. Um, yeah. Now, yeah. So. <laughs> what a horrible you know, thing to do. To Like, you're, you're just going to throw an entire society into the dark ages? Yeah, well, I mean, think about this. Where dominion, dominion come from? The, uh, yep. you know, the, the voting thing. Italy. Guess what happened yep. to Italy? Power outage. I Pakistan. didn't see that. Oh, yeah. Pakistan. Power outage uh yep. some yeah there was another place and i mean not just a little power outage well the vatican vatican was sh in blackout oh wow yeah and this is an entire well 110 acres but uh you know i mean you know this is an entire country god bless the empire well, man yeah yeah and so, damn who gets in its way <laughs> it's it's i tell you man 2021 is gonna be crazy here oh it's gonna be you know what it's gonna be entertaining regardless of what happens absolutely it's gonna be good tv <laughs> and good memes oh yeah <laughs> oh yeah man there's some vicious ones out there right now oh so. yeah i man I, I i try to make my own memes but man i can't compete with some of these these professionals man them. yeah they're i mean they're just cranking them out i mean you know, it's like, holy crap, you know, it takes me like, you know, half an hour to do like one decent meme, you know, and then. <laughs> Gotta up that propaganda game, man. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's like, holy shit. It's dude. like Matthew McConaughey. Gotta up those numbers, kid. Gotta up those numbers. <laughs> That's right. That's right. So I tell you what, let me. Uh... I'm kind of thinking, yeah, it's hell. We've been doing this for about a minute or an hour and 15 minutes, so. A little bit longer than a minute. Yeah, a little bit longer than a minute. But, uh, man, dude, seriously, I appreciate you coming on. I appreciate, I appreciate you know, actually, uh, actually getting uh, getting to talk to you, you know, military, prison guard, that type of stuff. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, that that's that's awesome. And, 
uh, I tell you what, if you want to go ahead and, uh, you know, like seriously plug your stuff and then I'll yeah. put up, put it up on the storyline too. So if you, uh, you enjoy my ramblings, um, when I, when I drink too much, you can find me <laughs> at the Flint Life Action on, uh, it's on, and it's on, I'm pretty sure most, most podcatchers. I'm trying to set up a YouTube channel, but I'm, I'm, uh, really dumb when it comes to technology. So I have some buddies helping me out with it. Uh, my Instagram page, Lever Action for Liberty because they took down Flintlock for Freedom, rip. Uh, you can find me on Twitter, Flintlock Faction with no A. Um, I'm going to get into Gab. Uh, we'll see how it goes, because, uh, you know, all the conservatives flock to it, and where, where the people go, you must go as well. Uh, so we'll see how it goes. Um, when I, I'll, I'll, I advertise my uh, show on all my social media. I advertise papers when I get the uh, motivation to write them. I advertise them on social media. So cool. I'll, uh, I'll see you there. Uh, Matt, hey, again, thank you very much for coming on. Yeah. I had a blast. Uh, that was my pleasure. <laughs> and, yeah. I don't know if you've, uh, if you got the opportunity to listen to, uh, the podcast I did with Rollo. No, I'll have to check it out. I've heard the one with typo and I heard the sex worker one. Those were awesome. Oh yeah. 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 <laughs> that was crazy, man. But, uh, no, I did one with Rollo and, and then typo just, uh, he called me yesterday and he's like, Hey, you know, he goes, what happened to that episode? And I'm like, I said, man, I had all kinds of problems with it. And oh no, I lost like 10 minutes at the beginning and I don't know why I still can't figure that out. Oh, no. And then he goes, yeah, he goes, well, he goes, you cut him off at the end. And I'm like, no, I didn't. And he goes, yes, you did. He goes, <laughs> it goes, you know, all of his, you know, cause you know, the plugs and stuff. And, yeah. uh, he goes, okay, yeah, you can find me. At, and he goes, then it cuts off and he goes, it goes into your, the intro music. Hey, oh, producing God. your own show is hard, man. I got to oh. do that too. Yeah. I'm like, oh no. So I haven't had an opportunity to go back and try to hopefully fix it. I don't know if I can. So yeah, this is going to be, but this one so far, everything's running real smooth. I didn't have any type of, uh, you know, audio lag or anything like that. I think the bandwidth awesome. is pretty good on this and, but, uh, again, Hey man, thank you very much, Jay, for coming on. And, uh, hopefully we can do this again and then really, you know, slam some, slam some systems. So hundred percent, hundred slam some systems. I love it. I hear you, man. Hey, no, no cages, more holes, man. That, yeah, that's right. Hey, there are no more cages for kids. That's right. That's on right. TV. Now that I'm, yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's all forgotten. Yeah. Holy smokes. Yeah. No. Yeah. Uh, yeah, this is freaking country's going. Uh, as a matter of fact, I just, talked to, <laughs> I just talked to the wife about, you know, I'm like, look, I've said, I'm sick and tired of this shit. You know, let's, let's, where do we go though? The woods. Back I, to monkey. I guess. I mean, you know, I said, you know, and we could do Bolivia. We could do Colombia. We could do, you know, uh, you know, Panama. Uh, you know, we could do, you know, Costa Rica. I said, <laughs> but, you know, seriously, I mean, what are we going to give up though? You know, one safety you know, yeah. uh, to a point, I guess, um, you know, medical, you know, hell I've, I've had four surgeries on my stinking foot, you know, trying to get that all repaired and everything. Yeah. There's no way you could do that down, down in the, in Central America. You know, so, uh, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. What are you, you going to do, man? You yeah, know, go to 
go to France. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they get they get taken over every war anyway. So <laughs> <laughs> hey man, I'm sorry for rambling. Um no, I'm, I'm gonna good. let you go and uh but I will talk to you later. And this is Craig with the unbeaten path. Alice impulsively follows rabbit and tumbles down into the deep well, falling slowly, falling slowly.